Welcome to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Lance. And we believe that the Bible is the greatest book in the whole world. It's filled with amazing stories about interesting people all working together to tell a bigger story, the greatest story about the most important person who ever lived, Jesus. And we know that understanding more about the people and stories in the Bible helps us to know more about Jesus and what it means to be his followers today. And in this episode, we meet a wrestler named Israel. Ah, I love wrestlers. Yeah, you like wrestling? Dude, man, I used to be really into wrestling as like, a kid. Not like, actually doing it, watching it. Watching wrestling, like on yeah. TV with the, uh, you oh. know, the big production and the Hulk fireworks Hogan and everything. Oh, yeah. Million Dollar Man. The Million Dollar Man. Dude, that, there's, there's, there's a lot. You could do an entire podcast on just professional wrestling, but that's not what this podcast is all no, about. No, it's I'm not. Guessing. It's about I'm guessing we're Bible. not going to talk about, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan right now. We're not. Okay. No. Uh, so this guy, Israel, you actually already know him. You just don't know that you know him. Wait, so I, I, I know him. I know that they know that we know that they know, but the kids don't know that we know that they know him already. They know we know. You know? Clears mud. Exactly. So in the last episode, we left off with Jacob and his four wives, and he's got all these kids. And it's like your house, Eric, but without all the wives. Yeah, just, yes, just the one God. wife. Just the one wife. Yeah. Lots of kids. So here's what happened in Jacob's life uh, as he was having all these kids. He became very prosperous. God blessed him, not just with God's presence, but with many things like his uh, business grew. He had all of this livestock and all these people working for him, even though he still worked for his uncle Laban, his father-in-law uncle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It remains weird. weird. And so uh, he, he knows God. He's been talking to God and growing with God through all of this. And he remembers what God wants from him to continue to be part of this plan that he, he started with Abraham. And so he needs to return to Canaan in order for that to happen. Uh, and if he would return to Canaan, he could be part of God's rescue plan uh, and part of God's plan to bless the whole world. He's been gone from Canaan for a long time. Yeah, this has been a long time. As we know, at least at least fourteen years. At least fourteen. That's how long it takes to work for two wives. That's right. Then he's had all these kids. Has all these kids. It's been a long time. It has been a very long time. And so when when Laban hears about Jacob and his daughters and grandkids all leaving, he doesn't like that. So several times he tricks Jacob, uh, changes his wages, and stops him from leaving. And then Jacob finally has had enough, and he comes up with a plan to leave. But how do you think that made Laban feel to think that his daughters and grandchildren were all going to leave? So it's kind of like it's kind of like he was being tricky out of love yeah. a little bit, maybe a little bit, maybe selfishness, probably, but a little bit of love. Definitely selfishness because as Jacob worked for him, Laban also prospered. Right. That's true. Yeah. So he didn't want to lose that. Yeah. He's pulling out all of his workforce and all these people. I don't think that Laban necessarily cared about this whole covenant and God's call on his family. That's right. He's looking for for number one. Exactly. Now, uh, Jacob finally devises this plan and they leave. Can you imagine a family this large? I mean, four wives and him plus 12 kids. Well, actually they don't have the, they have, yeah, they do have 12 kids. They don't have the 13th yet. That's another story, oh. but they have to travel hundreds of miles. And we said in an earlier episode that for us, a person to make this journey with the help of a camel would take what? 21 days, yeah, like like three a, weeks. Yeah. About so. a few weeks. That's a good dude. Yeah. But children and stuff and livestock and all that to have to travel hundreds of miles. I mean, it had to have taken months. Yeah. It had to be a very slow journey, wouldn't you think? Think about the plan. Even when I just try to get all of my, we're about to take a trip. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I'm having to think through all these details. Like, okay, is there, is the car up ready? Is the, all the and they're like, not just going on trip and coming back. They're moving. They're moving they're everything moving. they own and they're not coming back. <laughs> it's wild, right? Good luck. I know. So it was this really long journey. And along the way, uh, it's, it's clear that Jacob becomes nervous. He's nervous about going back to Canaan because his brother Esau is still there. He hasn't seen him in years. And he's not sure if Esau's still holding a grudge. Does he still want to kill him? Does he like I, now want to murder his whole family because of what happened all those years ago? I mean, if, I know, if I've learned anything from all that we've already learned about who's in the Bible, what goes on in the Bible, yeah. I would expect the unexpected. Exactly. So he devises this whole plan. He sends messengers ahead, some of his employees to go like, hey, tell Esau that I'm coming and tell him that I want to be peaceful and that I want things to be good between us. I'm just coming back to the land of Canaan. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he, uh, we, we have this episode where you remember when Jacob left Canaan, he encountered God in this dream. Well, now he's entering Canaan it's really interesting what happens. Let's read in Genesis chapter 32, beginning in verse 22. You can pause the podcast if you want to get your Bible out. The same night he arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 children, and they crossed the ford of Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. So Jacob's alone and some dude shows up to start wrestling with him. So this is, this is Israel because he's the wrestler. Israel, the wrestler. Uh, No, actually that guy is not Israel, but it is a wrestler. It says they wrestled until like the daylight started to appear. That's a long wrestle. <laughs> so long. I think like when my kids jump on me and they want to wrestle, I'm like, I'm like 30 seconds to a minute in. Right. I'm like, I'm a little tapped. I'm little, tapping out. Yeah. Tapping out. Cause you're out of breath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of kids. Exactly. Jumping on you at once and then the, you start punching. The, it doesn't say when in the night they started to wrestle, but they wrestled long enough for the daylight to begin. Longer than 30 seconds to a minute. Longer, that's right. And uh, it says that Jacob would not let himself be beat. He held on so tightly and refused to let go that the guy dislocated Jacob's hip. Have you ever been injured before? Yeah. Yeah? Like what what kind of injuries have you had? Shattered my wrist into like six pieces. Oh, man. That's a way longer. Again, that's another podcast. Maybe that's during our wrestling podcast. Yeah, Yeah, it was definitely, it was a bad one. I have dislocated my shoulder a lot of times. And I, it is so painful. It, I mean, so, so painful. I cannot imagine your hip. It's got to be even worse for mm. that leg to come out of its socket. Yeah. And so, then he's, I guess he still held on. He still held on. Yeah. No way. Okay. Let's hear what happened. Verse 26. Then he said, let me go for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. So Jacob is Israel. Yes. Total name change. Well, then who was the guy that he could just change Jacob's name? That was God. Wait, what? Yeah. We're told that it was God somehow in the form of a man, which is not normal God behavior. So God wrestled Jacob. That's right. And God blessed Jacob and changed his name to Israel. I have so many questions. And now it's time for the question of the day. My name is 
Aubrey, and I'm in the first grade. My question is, why were they wrestling if God was happy with him? That is a good question, Aubrey. You know, we think of a wrestling match as being something of a scuffle between two enemies, but that's not at all what this was. We aren't told why God surprised Jacob with with a wrestle in the middle of the night, Uh, but we do see in this story how Jacob is different. I said a minute ago that uh, when Jacob left Canaan, he had this encounter with God through the vision. If you remember, uh, he saw heaven opened up. God had to introduce himself to Jacob because Jacob had no concern for God. But this time when Jacob is re-entering Canaan and he encounters God, he knows exactly who it is. And he says, I'm not letting you go because Jacob is all in on being part of God's yeah. plan. He wants he wants every part of it. And so he that's why he's headed back to Canaan anyway. And so God was happy with Jacob and he blessed him. And he changed his name to Israel. Israel become, becomes his uh, new name that he uses most of the time. And you know what Israel means? It, uh, no. It means he strives with God. That's a, that's a definite step up from Jacob. That's Some right. Some of you remember boy back in the beginning that Jacob means heel grabber. Right. Which also means? Know, deceiver. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a definite step up to be now known as he strives with God. Yeah, that's one of the big points of this story is for us to see how Jacob has changed in the way he responds to God. Well, that's a good question, Aubrey. So so Israel is now his name, but isn't that, it's, it's also a country. We run across this word Israel a lot. Yeah. I feel like later on, it's a country. See it on maps. Yeah, and on the news. On the news. Oh, oh and, and I don't know if you're driving around and you see the Israeli self-defense classes. Yeah. I guess that's where you learn to wrestle but, with God. Yeah, they teach uh, wrestling. That's where they, they it's like a the all night teach wrestling you how moves. to withstand hip displacements at the old Israeli <laughs> right. self-defense classes. Israeli self-defense. Yeah, so you're right. All of the things you're describing go back to this moment. Hmm. Uh, Jacob becomes Israel. Israel, yes, is a guy, starts out that way as a guy, but eventually this family... Jacob and his 12 children become known as the family of Israel. And later, as they begin to multiply more and more, they're a people, the people of Israel. Eventually, they're a nation of Israel, a whole country, which now, like 4,000 years later or so, is still on a map. We still talk about Israel. And in many ways, they are still connected to Jacob from the Old Testament. So, like we said in the last episode... It's really easy to get uh, lost in all the details and miss out on what God is doing. God's big plan through Abraham and his family that that, uh, went through Isaac and now Jacob, and Jacob has these children. It's going to continue on through them. God's plan to rescue and bless all people of the earth through this family by ultimately leading to Jesus. You have been listening to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids brought to you by Clear Creek Community Church. Now you can continue the conversation with a free parent's guide available at clearcreekresources.org. But maybe as you've been listening to these podcasts, you have had questions about the Bible or stories in the Bible that have come up with, with your own family. You can email us at who's in the Bible at clearcreek.org. We'll see you next time.